You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Everybody, it's Professor Broman, and we are here. It's episode eight of Ask Broman. Oh my God, it is November 15th. We're like a week away from uh, from Thanksgiving here in the United States, so that's going to be fun and exciting. Uh, thank you for tuning in on all the different platforms you might be tuning in, whether it's Facebook or YouTube or Stitcher or iTunes or uh, SoundCloud. I found out uh, the other day I was talking about getting us on Spotify. I found out that that's very complicated, but I'm going to work on it so I can do it for you all. We're also uh, signing up. We, I signed up and submitted the RSS feed for uh, tune in as well. We're just getting that hustle on, man. I want the podcast available everywhere that you want to download a podcast. So uh, we're going to get in here. Somebody has been this guy. I see him in our in our little discord here. He's been tweeting me uh, the past few days. Uh, one of the best ways to get on Ask Bro Man, by the way, uh, if you're interested, is start interacting with me. Tweet me stuff on Twitter and be like, hey, I have questions about this. And then I'll see your name and I'll be like, yo, let's do it. Uh, so let's grab this guy's name's Marty McFly. Hi, uh, it's Captain. No, not <laughs> it's not Marty McFly. It's Captain McFly, who I can only assume is maybe Marty's uncle that is also very, very skilled at time travel as well. <laughs> so whenever whenever you're ready, uh, Captain McFly, I will I will gladly take your question. Well, hello. Sure. Hello, good sir. How are you, man? I am. I'm great, Captain McFly. How are you? I am doing well, man. Just uh, on my way in between uh, two different location shoots today for, for work and but I tried my shot at getting a chance to talk to you today. Sure. Can, can location shoots? Are you a photographer? I am a uh, camera operator, so I work in television. Oh, so cool. Yeah. So we had a, a little bit of an early call this morning and I uh, got a evening shoot tonight. So I'm kind of heading across town right now. You do you do local or you do national? Like, what do you what do you do? A little bit of both. I mean, I'm I live in uh, Dallas, so a good chunk of our stuff is corporate. But gotcha. uh, we can work with a few companies that will luckily afford me to go to. I go to PAX and E3 and get to do some gaming. Oh, stuff neato! Too, so, That's cool. Yeah. So, are you an independent contractor type situation or representative of a company? Um, I'm a full time staffer, and then I moonlight sometimes for uh, dope for contracting stuff. That too. sounds that sounds that sounds super fun. So, what can I do yeah. for you, man? A uh, couple questions. I mean, I've been streaming for uh, about a year and a half, um, an affiliate, and uh, cool. still, you know, trying to eventually grind towards towards a partnership and trying to, you know, make Twitch more and more part of um, of uh, something that I do. Because um, I see value with it being in television. I recognize the change in the medium, and oh, you know, yeah. it's because for me, it's like it's a pro because it's it's something just to to know for work you know we've got clients that are asking about streaming all the time and so yeah it can double up as something that's fun as a hobby but also it keeps me versed you know in everyday stuff um but yeah you're keeping yourself to feel like i'm yeah exactly i'm starting to feel like i'm hitting a uh like a pseudo glass ceiling of uh of viewership and um regardless of uh title like game titles i mean i do main destiny it's where i call home it's where i started uh streaming and sure um but doing a little bit of variety here and there just for fun like sometimes doing spooky streams or uh did some streams with my wife before we just had our son and uh, oh, stuff cool. like well, that congratulations how old is your son thank you he's two and a half weeks so he's fresh oh my god he's real tiny oh yeah he's an itty bitty little super baby, congratulations yeah, thank you, man. He's he's an adorable little guy, and running on two hours of sleep every night. But you know, coffee's my lifeblood, and I probably need to get some King's Coast soon. <laughs> you should give it. A, well, uh, well, maybe maybe I could. Maybe you could. After we talk, you could send me an email, and we could send you some on the house. Sounds um, good. That that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I I want to support uh, my new. It's this new father guy over here with his no sleep. Okay, so. Um, so you feel like you you've been you have you're streaming consistently you have a you're you're producing content on a pretty reliable schedule for folks um yes sir as yeah, it were. yeah okay so you got all you got all the the nuts and bolts all queued up so yes, here's sir. the here's the here's the rub um okay. <laughs> i don't know why that was the words for today but here's the rub i would um i would really suggest starting to sort of dig into some analytics uh 
one of the yeah. best pieces of advice, and and this is not from me. This is from uh, uh, the guy that owns, or well, the guy and gal that own OPG. They're like my management team for the streaming side of stuff that I do. One of the mm-hmm. best things that you can do as a content creator is try and identify underrepresented markets on Twitch or YouTube. Okay. This this works for any sort of gaming content creation, and in general, I would assume uh, any content creation ever. So the way that that works is you wake up one morning, you look at the Steam uh, chart, and you're like, oh, wow, Uh, like no one is playing this game that's ranked number five uh, on the Steam charts on Twitch right now. I should download that and play it because you are uh, going to have increased discoverability because people are going to come on Twitch looking for that game to try and understand whether or not they should buy it. So you're sort of hacking uh, you're, you're sort of hacking your viewership a little bit. Uh, by putting yourself in the position to be like a representative of that product or just to give your review out there. Uh, right. So that's one thing that you can do. Uh, okay. uh, two, there's like obvious networking, right? Like you can mm-hmm. do what you did to get on here right now, which is, you know, tweet people, talk to people that are of, of your similar size and things like that so that you right. can sort of extend your reach in an organic way by working with people that are of of similar size than you. One right. of the one of my favorite stories is uh, Kevin, who is the event manager for for Guardian Con. If you guys don't know, Kevin is one of my business partners. He has a team uh, of broadcasters. They all sort of started the same time on Twitch, and all but one of them, last time I checked in, has gotten partnered. But when they all started, they were all starting from about zero, uh, and it was just it's a really good example of how with a good network of broadcasters that are the same size as you, you really have a chance to, you know, sort of excel and propel each other forward while you're working on it. Um, I have a couple of other sort of interesting questions that are related to your job. uh, Sure. That you might be able to, because I'm all about finding new angles because everybody's got something unique and, you know, I have my stuff, but you're a cameraman. So yes. like is there is there a way that when you're going about doing your your corporate shoots you could incorporate let's say IRL streaming from your phone to maybe make it like an educational like here's how I'm setting up all my camera gear like here is you know here's how I'm doing all my light levels and stuff like is that against contract for you is that something you'd be allowed to do while you're on site if you're not like there. revealing the project or something there are some like uh, if it's like a dark day, like if maybe I'm in like a uh, you know QC and gear checking things back in, that could be an option. But a good chunk of what we do is under NDA, especially when sure. we go to conventions and cons and stuff. Um, we end up getting information months ahead of time, gotcha. and which is awesome. It excites no, me. I get it. An, yeah, I mean, like look look awesome. at what I do. You think I don't know what's going on sometimes months in advance? Totally. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, NDAs are yeah. definitely a legit thing. So, um, but I mean, I could do some walkthroughs of gear, but I also used to work um, when I went back to school to switch careers because I was going to be a therapist and then decided, you know, TV sounds more fun. Um, sure. And so I ended up doing that. And I worked at a movie theater for a while and I worked at the box office. And, you know, I loved talking movies and talking cinema and just mm-hmm. different shooting styles and stuff. And something I started to do last month was create like um like a monthly segment where it's like an av club or like a book club but with movies and trying to incorporate that with my community like another passion with twitch as like a a platform for it like kind of like a round table style like trying to find different ways to inject value that's not just games or another passion like you're leveraging your passion your personality into the content that you're creating that's like that's your leverage that's your hook so that's smart um yeah interesting okay well, I would definitely I'm such a fan of experimentation, you know, mm-hmm. I would I would see how, you know, getting on an IRL stream and being like, what's up? You know, it's it's Captain McFly and look at the holy shit. We're setting up camera equipment like, you know, <laughs> like it might go really well. You don't know. There's yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. one of the big things that I have learned from being on Twitch is that people are obsessed with gear almost more obsessed than they are with food or sex or anime or anything else on Twitch that people are just sort of default obsessed with folks are obsessed with gear. So the fact that, that you would be there in a really professional capacity setting up like a professional studio shot, um, you know, uh, I don't like, again, I don't know how much you could show, but you would like, if you could 
do a walkthrough or just talk to people while you're setting it up and, and like explain why you're setting it up and maybe get your buddies that that, you know, you work with all the time to sort of chime in about what they're doing. Like that would be a fun show to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would want to tune into that. Uh, okay. You know, so it's again, it, as much as it is about like being on schedule and identifying the right games to stream and things like that there, Twitch is such a free form uh, Twitch. It's like YouTube. It's very free form. You can do whatever the hell you want with it, especially yeah, after they introduced the IRL. So yeah. uh, I would recommend just trying to like just hack your way into, you know, as much of your life as possible. And you don't know, there might be some there might be some gems inside of all of this traditional stuff that you do that that ends up really connecting with an audience on Twitch in a way that they haven't been connected with before. And suddenly, like, you're the AV guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I also yeah, like the, I've, I've the monthly things that you're that. doing is smart, too. Yeah. And it's more so just like just to kind of test the waters and just see how it's received. I've And I didn't even think about it until um, how I started to consume the Ask Bro Man content was through podcast form, but just finding a way to export that out as well, because all my stuff is funneled through, uh, through Twitch. I haven't yeah. done any putting, putting your content outreach anywhere else. Everywhere that you possibly can is, is huge. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's incredible <laughs> how there's so much content that's being created all the time. You can't really overexpose yourself. Okay. Um, you know, there's, something like 12 hours of podcast content uploaded every minute. So there's no chance that you could accidentally put out too much stuff and then devalue yourself. Like that's that old media mentality. Like, Oh, well don't, don't give the people too much of a taste because then they won't come back. Right. because They'll be full. Uh, right. you know, there's so much out there. You kind of have to constantly be punching through the noise to connect with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Even IRL streaming, to well you see that's the thing is like uh, i know that that captain mcfly knows what he can and can't stream as part of his jobs but like even like you know location scouting and setup would be something really interesting folks love seeing outside dude (laughs) they don't get to see a lot of outside on twitch so i think we might have i think we might have lost him but thank you very much, uh, Captain McFly. If you uh, let's see, no, I, he he may have de- disconnected, and I want him to shout out all of his stuff. So we're gonna give him a couple more seconds to see if he can. Hey, uh, sorry. Hey, sorry. Yeah, I ended up getting dropped real quick, but I'm still here. I'm not dead. No, that's cool. That's cool. My, uh, I was just sort of uh, saying, you know, even going out to location shoots might be like something fun to stream, like because folks love seeing outside. So you never know. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. So that's that's what I got for you, man. Thanks for calling in. Did you have any yeah, follow absolutely. up questions? Uh, just one brief one. And this is just because um, it's a little bit topical for maybe just some affiliates, too. Sure. Um, so they just sent out an email yesterday about yes. you know, name changes. They're about to release a lot of Justin TV names. And um, I'm running into a little bit of a snag. Okay. Um, and some people may have a similar one as well. And it's just more of like what if you were in my shoes, what would you do? So my uh, handle on Twitch, it's Captain McFly, sure. but with the L, it's a one. Oh. Uh, because somebody somebody else had the other one. Okay. And so I and I got the email from Twitch saying, hey, stuff's going to get released. It's like, hell yes. I could finally get out of this hell of having a uh, number in my name. Yeah. Because uh, I made my account long yeah, before. Yeah, change your fucking name, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. I tried to, and it uh, says it's an unavailable option. And then uh, when I go to the URL, it says the page doesn't exist or there's nothing there. Um, so I've reached out to support, and uh, Hassan actually was even kind enough to reply saying that he's not sure what it is, but if you're not able to change it, it's just unavailable. So I don't know if it's a banned account or so. Or what. Uh, probably, probably what's going on is it's you know it's it's stuck in there. Uh, it's stuck in their system right now because they're currently mm-hmm. doing a purge. Like I would just keep trying. Um, yeah. Just keep trying. Eventually you'll get your name <laughs> changed. Yeah. Right. But it's definitely, like, it's, it's definitely worth things, like, to have stuck, a coherent branding and things like that. Right. And, and I, I fully acknowledge it too. It's, it's one of those things where had I known when I first made the account, I would not have put a stupid number. <laughs> I feel you. But 
Yeah, and I'm going through a process of uh, rebranding and doing stuff with uh, with Twas, and it's at a point where should I even consider a name change if I'm able to get this lined up, or should I roll with it and just cross my fingers that eventually I'll gain access to the name without the digit? Yeah, exactly. I think that it's, you know, I think that you should be focusing on getting the name change that you want. Cool. Yeah, that's what I think, for sure. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me on, man. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. No, it's but... all good, dude. I really appreciate it. Thank you for thank you for calling in and, and sharing with everybody. I have so many more questions about what it's like working in TV, but maybe we'll maybe we'll follow up or talk and chat at some point. Absolutely. Feel free to, to hit me up. I've got my email attached to my Twitter handle. Yeah. And uh, if you ever need advice for that for Guardian Con and um, stuff like that, happy to give my two cents as somebody that does a lot of event coverage and live yeah. and studio um, production. Last thing, tell everybody where yeah. they can find you everywhere. Sure. Um, you and can find me on Twitter. To spell it. I will. Yeah, yeah. So on Twitter, you can find me at Captain McFly TV. Um, and then for Twitch, you can find me at uh, Captain McFly. So it's C-A-P-T-A-I-N-M-C-F-1-Y. Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, well, thank exactly. you so much. Thank man. you very you much, man. You have a great day. You too. All right. See you, dude. Oh, I want I want so badly. Uh, I want so badly for him to like stream setting up like TV studios and shit. Like, I just want to see that. I just want to see how that works. I feel like he's sitting on just like piles of information that isn't like traditionally distributed. Like and he could really disrupt. Like, the, like, like a big thing that's happening right now with content creation is people are disrupting traditional um, avenues of education. So the fact that he could get up there and be like, this is how you set up a TV shoot. Could really like he could have a really huge return on that because folks could just watch his content and then start producing stuff and then just, you know, skip going to goddamn college for all that garbage and just be good at something. You know, that's a that is a that is a really like that's that's an option. That's an actual option for <laughs> you know your content right now if you're a knowledge specialist of any kind making content about what you do and how you do it and trying to educate people could make you like the online professor for that specialty and i know it sounds dumb but think about how many colleges there are and how many professors there are of so many different kinds of things you could consolidate all that information onto one feed uh it's it's a big opportunity for sure. Faux? Sure. Uh, all right. Let's grab somebody else. Let's see who's going to... This guy's been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. So let's grab him. Uh, this is Dominator051, I think. Hello. Hello. Roman, can you hear me? I can absolutely hear you, my kind sir. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, it's going good. Nice. It's going nice. good. What can I do for you, my guy? All right. Um, my, I have two questions, if you have time. Um, my first one is, how important is it to make a good username? Because I remember you doing a stream a couple months ago, and you are talking about you kind of, I think you said you wished you could take the professor out of your name. Oh, sure. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was, a, that was a, a while ago. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm just thinking like for the future, like for branding and stuff, I'm just, how important is it for me to like really get a good username down? Cause I mean, I got Dominator right now and it's really sentimental to me cause my name's Dominic. So it's like Dominic, Dominator. It kind of, yeah, it's got synergy. Flows. That's, that's hot dude. That's, um, that's but then smart. I have another one that I'm thinking about. So I'm just trying to figure out how important is that truly? Or am I just overthinking all this? I mean, uh, so th it goes two ways, right? Um, like Kotaku just did the article about like, you know, you should use your real name if you're an esports professional. And like his, you know, the, the point in that mm -hmm. article I felt was totally off base. But the core idea <laughs> is th that there's a lot of power um, in just being normal in a space where everybody has crazy names. Mm. Uh, but like the fact that you have this personal twist on your name, like if your name's Dominic and so you call yourself Dominator, so people could call you Dominic and it would still make sense. Like, mm -hmm. That seems like that seems like a good play, but n naming yourself is important because if you name yourself like incorrectly and you're trying to think mm -hmm. long term, uh, your name could end up, you know, 
inhibiting you. Like there's a there's a uh, a Super Smash Brothers pro whose name is Doctor PP. Okay, so like that was directly referenced in the article, but like yeah, like I I had a good hearty five minute laugh at a dude who's a professional esports player whose name is Doctor PP. Um, you know, so like obviously Doctor PP is going to. Uh, he's gonna encounter some problems. Like, like what if yeah. somebody wanted someone outside of the gaming space wanted to work with him, or somebody mm-hmm. who has a more traditional market wanted to work with him? They're they're coming up and they're like, hey, listen, I'd love to work with you, but your name is Doctor PP, and Ooh, yeah. we can't really have you promoting Pringles. So, uh, <laughs> you know, like Lucky and Lucky and Buttwipe, who are it's Lucky and BW now on Twitch, yeah. they changed their name so that they could be a little bit more. Uh, just friendly because you know companies don't want to work with someone named Buttwipe. Uh, even yeah. though oh, on wow. the internet it's totally acceptable. So naming is important. But as to the mm-hmm. point of whether or not you're overthinking it, uh, I like the fact that your name has a little bit of synergy into it. Like mm-hmm. that's why I picked Broman because my mm-hmm. real my real last name. <gasps> oh my god! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> my uh, my real last name is Bowman. B O W M A N. And it so, flows. Ah. Yeah. So it was just like a little like play on words for me mm-hmm. when I got started. Yeah. So I, I think your name's cool. Name selection is important. As long as you make it something that isn't offensive and sort of works outside of the online gaming space, mm-hmm. uh, I think that you're fine and that you're, okay. you're covered. But okay. uh, and at the end, uh, it's not really something to worry about too much at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But if you do have like lots of numbers or lots of underscores or random letters in it, like that can make it hard for your discoverability. So I would try and simplify that down as much as possible so that it is just words. Yeah, I have three numbers in it, but that's because when I first made the account, it's like everyone has Dominator. So yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I got you, man. So yeah, figure it out. See if you can't see if you can't work it out or or spell it in a unique way that makes sense to you. Okay. Yeah, and that'll be awesome. that'll be the best thing that you can do. Cool. Do you have time for a second question? I do. Or no? I always have time for a follow up, man. You got me. You got me until I decide you're done. No. <laughs> uh, what 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 can I do for you, man? At what point did you start? looking to maybe like graphic designers and creative people um to start branding your channel i mean i'm super small so Uh, um, i mean it took me a long fucking time okay uh i would say i don't i would say i didn't approach anyone to do any design for my channel for the first year and a half okay uh here's and i actually have really strong opinions on this so i'll just give you my uh i guess my thoughts There Mm -hmm. is something to be said of looking scrappy and looking like a a startup, okay? Hmm. I know that everybody loves the look of like, oh, I'm so flashy and I'm fucking professional and blah. When I see that on a channel, um, you know, somebody who's got like everything is perfect, I kind of feel like to me it's misrepresenting like I'm like okay so you worked really really hard on all of this shit but you don't stream regularly or mm-hmm. you're not focusing on interacting with your viewers or all this other stuff um it's sort of like putting it's just sort of like out of order in operations having something that's nice to look at I get it that makes sense but you know mm-hmm. having a having a $3000 design budget for your full channel when you know it's not something you're doing full time could actually negatively affect the way people perceive you because they're going to look at all of this really nice stuff and then they're going to look at your numbers and perception is king. They're going to look at the they're going to look at the nice stuff, look at your numbers and be like this guy's this guy or gal is really fucking self-important, huh? Like they think they're the hottest shit. Um So that is uh, you know, that is <laughs> that is <laughs> that is my thought. Now design like has a point and I, I get it. And if you're someone who does graphic design on the side and that's something that you normally do and it's part of who you are, I get that as well. Uh, I yeah. just wouldn't overinvest in design when you're getting started because okay. uh, you might take a direction that you really hate 
and constantly redesigning is difficult. It changes your brand identity too quickly, and then people don't know how to find you uh, because you just sort of become this amorphous blob of, of images and pictures, and no one fucking gets it. So uh, oh. if you're really dedicated to doing it, and when I say being scrappy, I mean, like, the second you feel like you have an identity, you should try and adapt it. But I okay. feel like the warning is don't do it out of order. Like, don't don't rush to worry about the design for your channel before you've, I don't know, been broadcasting consistently for three or four months, if that makes sense. No, that totally does. Gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, anytime, uh, man. Super helpful. And I love listening to your podcast, just getting stuck in traffic and everything. So thank you so much for doing this. Oh, man. Anytime, dude. Uh, you want to tell anyone where they can find you right now before the, the Dominator begins <laughs> dominating? <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and I'm going to start Facebook after listening to your other podcast. Uh, smart, smart, smart. Um, at Dominator051. So Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook, it's just Dominator051. Dominator051, guys. Go follow him! <laughs> All right. Awesome. You have a good thank one, you, dude. man. You too. All right. So uh, so if you guys are, are listening, we do this live and I'm being told in chat that I'm I'm killing anyone in the design field right now. Um, I, I get I get the importance of design. Believe me, look at everything that I do. It's 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 incredibly important for design. But I think that like I was telling Dominator and, and like I will tell you now, we're going to talk about the design part of it since it came up. Uh, there are also a lot of designers that think that the best thing that they should be doing is looking for every new channel on Twitch and then trying to charge them money to do design work for them, which is also, in my opinion, an out of order situation. If you have a, a channel that you watch all the time or if you're trying to find business from people, I think as a designer, one of the best things that you can do is just go out there and start doing shit for people for free. Okay. Uh, that is the best thing that you can do. Do you want to build a client base of hundreds? Go to 100 Twitch channels, YouTube channels, uh, Instagram folks, whatever that you like and just do a logo for them for free. Hey, I made this logo for you. Let me know what you think. And then suddenly you may have out of that one or 200 logos that you design, you may have 10, you may have acquired 10 to 20 people who want to work with you long-term that will guess what pay you. Um, a lot of people want to monetize before they provide value, uh, to whoever they're trying to work with. And this is something that I still do. Like I have, I have, you know, expertise, I have knowledge, I have skills, uh, that I, I can leverage to produce income in the various fields that I operate in. You know, there are people who probably sell ebooks or there are probably blind emails sitting in your inbox right now, partners and affiliates of people who claim to know all this shit uh, and want to charge you money for it right now. But I'm here doing it for free because I believe in providing value and education to people for free because that's how you win in the long term so if you are a designer and you're listening i got a challenge for you if you're just getting started go out there and start doing some design work for people for free and send it to them hey i made this for you you can use it if you want here's my information if you want to get in contact um <laughs> uh and if if you disagree with the whole idea of a uh, free distribution or or anything like that, that's fine. But I'm telling you that the market trend for everything right now is free first, money later. Free content on YouTube, free content on Twitch, free content on Instagram, free content on Snapchat, Facebook, everywhere. It's free first, and then it's monetized. And if you are a content creator or designer of any kind, you would benefit from adapting to that model now and building your resume, providing value to people, and then later is when you get to go in for the ask. Too many people come in really hard and fast. You know, it's like your first date. This person's never heard of you before. And you're like, you want to do anal? That's that is not <laughs> that like that is not going to be a successful venture. You need to build a relationship uh, and proving your chops first. Uh, proving your chops first is going to benefit you long term, uh, whether or whether or not you think I'm right. I'm right. Uh, 
so that's that's my that's my those are my thoughts on you know at least getting started in the creative space i don't think that you should monetize before you've proven that you have value because everybody and their grandma is making content right now you need to prove why yours stands out whether you're a designer or a streamer a youtuber whatever you need to prove why yours stands out and show why yours st- stands out um, before you start going in and asking everybody who's around you for money. Uh, it's just the right it's just the right thing to do, and it's the best long-term business practice that you can adapt. Unfortunately, that means you need to be patient, and a lot of people are not patient at all. Okay, let's get this this guy right here. I like his name. Hey, this is uh, Rex Titan. What's up, Rex Titan? Uh, stuff. stuff. Stuff is up. man. How are you, my guy? Um, slightly tired because I got out of bed at four o'clock in the afternoon. Holy cow, man. Smart. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What did I do for you, man? Um, there. <clears throat> wasn't ready for this i was eating ice cream um <laughs> um so you kind of aren't are there yeah, touched on it earlier with the brandy brand sure, brand sure, sure. but um not necessarily like getting designers or whatever but right now my channel is kind of like blank underneath the stream bit it was just asking you about sure. like what could you do to get something there <laughs> gotcha Got you. Okay, so this is this is an interesting follow up. So so you've been doing it for a little bit, right? Mm. You know, and uh, you feel comfortable with what you've got going on, I assume. And so you're just looking yeah. to try and propagate, you know, your your content everywhere else where you produce it. Like, is that sort of the the question? Kind of, yeah. Or the functional question behind what's happening below your stream? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so. I just want to make sure I, I, I got where you're coming from before I gave you an answer. Yeah. So if you're listening right now on, on any of the podcasts, uh, let me explain what's going on here. On Twitch, uh, there is an under stream section. So you have your video just kind of like if you're watching YouTube. And then beneath that, there's a whole set of panels and you can you can put whatever you want down there. Uh, if you were to come to my stream right now, I have a shit ton of panels. That's all my socials, uh, my schedule. If I have any giveaways going on right now, uh, my PC setup, just, you know, general information. Uh, and they're all designed by my designer. So I'll tell you what I did first, Rex. Um, I went into MS Paint when I was getting started, and I literally just made shitty, ugly-ass block uh, lettering and put it below my stream and tied my links into it. Uh, that's I like what that I did. Okay, so, <laughs> so I mean, like, I'm I'm always a really, like, path of least resistance sort of thinker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... I would, uh, so like, that's what I did, but for you, uh, you're a little bit further along. And so it's, it's time to refine what you're doing. So if you have a general concept and you have a friend who's an artist or a friend who, who does graphic design for you, like you can approach them and be like, Hey, I'm really looking for just a really simple sort of thing that I can work with myself to produce all these panels. So we're talking about, you would approach your your friend for one image and then you would do the due diligence and hard work of learning how to produce, you know, those panels off of that image into whatever you want. So, for example, I never used to do any graphic work at all because I was lazy. I decided to stop being lazy. And now I have learned how with, you know, the various stuff that I'm comfortable with to do some general graphics design, uh, you know, whether it's like adding the name of a title on a YouTube video or just taking an image and editing it a little bit to fit my needs because that's all part of learning how to do your job as a, as a broadcaster or content creator. You need to know how to do everything, even if you can't do everything well. So I would just recommend seeing if there's, you know, and even if there's just like a base stock image that you enjoy, like you could grab hold of that, throw some text on it. And then suddenly it's, you know, becoming part of your channel brand is like the feeling of that stock photo you know Uh that's that's kind of where i would be at if if i was where you are where are you right now by the way like are you just on twitch or are you everywhere um twitch and twitter basically twitch and twitter okay 
that, cool. that's it. We got to work on, got to work on yeah. being on a few more yeah. platforms and getting comfortable yeah. making stuff <laughs> out there. If you want to win in the long term, that's what you got to do. That's what I do. That's why I, you know, scary places. It's, I, you know, that's the thing is that it's interesting that everybody on Twitch is uh, so interested in Twitch because it's really cutting. It is from a marketing perspective. It's like incredibly cutting edge, right? But everyone is still really, really scared of, of change, which kind of doesn't make sense because we're out here on the you know edge of what is you know the new most current <laughs> content creation. And it's all live and stuff. But then you mention to folks like, let's say me, you should have a you should have a Snapchat. And I'm like, yo, fuck that. I don't need <laughs> fucking snap. That's bullshit. Um, but it's not. Uh, your lifeblood as a content creator is your ability to work inside of different spaces and, you know, build your base everywhere that you can. So the other thing that I would recommend is you got Twitch and you got Twitter. You need to get on. You should probably get on YouTube. You should probably get on Facebook. You should probably get on Instagram and just start putting out content daily on all of those platforms as well. That will accelerate your growth because you don't know which one of those things could end up being the one that helps you take off. Hmm. So, like, get there by just shoving stuff everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, like, not just shit, just not just like <laughs> pushing garbage everywhere. But yeah, making sure that you're producing content and putting it in as many places as possible. It's sort of like rolling the dice. You know, you're gambling. You you have this this core belief that like I am making content. The content I am making is good enough that I hope for it to one day become my career, which is what I'm assuming, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's what you want. Uh, it's, which is a pretty crazy thing to believe. I, <laughs> I think that every day when I wake up, this is fucking insane. Uh, how yeah. is this my job? But you need to get really comfortable with adapting the way that you produce content for every single potential platform that it could be on because you don't know twitch could if twitch shuttered tomorrow i'd be in a rough place because i just sort of recently started working on uh, on the content creation side right on expanding into other domains for for content creation uh outside of twitch i've always done youtube by default i guess i could lean on that but i'd be much more comfortable if all of my numbers sort of matched up Twitch is my primary, and then if every other secondary thing I had, like Instagram and, um, you know, Snapchat, whatever, Facebook, all also had six hundred plus thousand followers on them, I would be, I'd feel incredibly comfortable. Uh, but mm-hmm. since I was lazy and I didn't do that from the beginning, I'm playing catch up right now, uh, trying to learn those platforms and produce content for all of them. So I'm trying to set you up for long term success, Rex. That's that's my recommendation there. You're my guy. I, I got you, bro. Like, um, <laughs> uh, you got any follow-ups for me? Um, it's not exactly related. I had stuff written down. Hang on. Oh, no, that's um, fine. It's whatever, man. I love that. <laughs> I you're the second person that uh that is that is called in that I've heard visible. Like, like this guy has notes. They were really <laughs> planning ahead, and I love. I it. mean, you can tell from the I stumble everywhere. I'm like, right words. Got to find them. Um, <laughs> got to look for the thing with the do in it. Gotta do the do. Yeah, I, I feel you. Bro. Yes. But um, the other thing, it was like, I have one monitor and it makes it really difficult to, you know, get chat up and all of this and everything and have mm-hmm. a game on the PlayStation. So I was wondering if you've ever found a way to like get around that or if it's literally buy a monitor. <laughs> um, Ask me that one more time. I want to make sure that I understood everything. So... Because I'm streaming games on the PlayStation. Gotcha. Okay. And I have only one monitor in my room. Gotcha. So it's hard for me to get everything I need for the stream together, basically. Understood. Okay. Are you streaming through your PC, like through a capture device? Or are you streaming directly from your PlayStation? Right now, it's directly off the PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. So the solution at this point uh, would be like you could use you could utilize your phone. Mm-hmm. Or an iPad or a laptop, if you have any any of those things around. But the secondary yeah. solution would be yes, just buy another monitor. Yeah, yeah, cool. That 
that clears things up. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you, dude. I, I'm I'm looking forward to to hearing back from you in a few months. I want to see what you what you managed to get done in that time. I'm looking forward to it. I'll become you have Twitch homework now, Rex. You will bow to me. Now what? <laughs> uh, excellent, dude. Listen, if you blow up and you end up with like a million followers on something. You just you just remember that I was nice and don't crush me. All right. We're going to shout out the bro men. One day. <laughs> all right. <laughs> tell all these wonderful people where they can find you. Um, I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash I am Rex Titan and Twitter. This is different. Um, it's terrible branding. It's all right. You can branding. work on it. At so ginger. So ninja. At Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you need to. You know that you can change that like whenever you want, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking about doing it. It's just the timing of when I'm here. I haven't done it yet. Ah, I see. I see. I feel you. I feel you. Well, I already changed my Twitch name. It used to have numbers in it. Screw oh, numbers. Well, good job. You killed the numbers. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Change, change that Twitter going. as fast as you can. <laughs> like as fast as you can. But maybe yeah. wait like a week so the people who are listening can, can go find you and then change it. <laughs> So that way people yeah. aren't searching for you and be like, I don't understand. You just heard him on the podcast. He doesn't exist anymore. This fucking, this guy gave up. He's um, gone. Ask bro man. More like bro man destroys careers. What a fuck. Man. <laughs> uh, well, thank you very much, Rex. I, I appreciate, thank you. I appreciate the questions a lot. It was really, I liked your follow-up. It was great for like what we just talked about to go into yeah. that. So it's good stuff. Well, I appreciate you, sir. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'll talk to you later. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I liked his American accent, and that was very good right there at the end. Holy cow. Yeah, I mean, putting your content out everywhere. I saw some people arguing in the chat room, so let me let me let me just cut through the excuses. Okay. Yes, it is difficult to produce content on every single platform and make it good, but there are so many tools available, and you have this. Okay, it's your cell phone, all right which I guess there was tons of messages on my cell phone uh, just then. <laughs> you have this cell phone, okay, that can do literally anything your computer can do if you invest time into it. Uh, so my advice is learn how to use your goddamn phone to redistribute your content everywhere. You can clip it. You can make it different for Instagram and Snapchat and all that other stuff. It's, it is... It is hard to learn at first because I am a dinosaur and it is always difficult for me to learn stuff. But once you learn how to do it, it becomes automatic and it's an incredibly easy part of your day. You know, you you have access to the Internet. You have access to your phone. Uh, if you are too lazy to spend what amounts to like an extra hour of time in your day to redistribute your content after you've invested the time to learn, uh, that's on you. <laughs> that's on you um so we have time for probably one more question yeah probably one more one more question so let's grab somebody from discord here uh let's get this guy i like his name what's up that pie guy how you doing buddy i'm doing great what can i do for you today man what what kind of what, what question you got for me mm -hmm. so um it's it's kind of a weird question. Um, All right, I'm on a different platform. I'm not going to throw it out there, but that's uh, you can, whatever, man. Shout out your shit. Let me know where you're at. I'll help. Okay, so uh, I'm I'm a partnered streamer over at Mixer. Cool. Um, I love Mixer. They have a lot of really cool tech there that I wish Twitch had. Yeah, it, it, it's incredible. I mean, Twitch and Mixer together um, is just changing the industry like day I, by day. I would agree, very much so. So I've only been streaming for literally seven months um in a seven months i became a mixer partner um Solid. i've got over ten thousand followers um i mean mix is still pretty new so the the viewer base is kind of small yeah they're, they're they're working on their user acquisition right now absolutely right but i'm pulling in about 100 viewers per stream on average excellent um, so i think it's going pretty good yeah, as it's far good. As... way to kick ass bud you're doing great <laughs> <laughs> for sure I, my question is, because I'm new to the whole streaming industry, yeah, um, and I feel that I've I've grown probably too fast, too quick. Um, I'm kind of finding myself lost as to the direction I should be going now. 
Okay. So when you say you feel lost, can you quantify that for me a little bit? Okay. So what uh, are the questions I mean, that are coming up in your mind when you're when you're feeling lost? Okay. So the, the goal uh, ultimately is to do this full time and not just streaming, but um, like kind of events, showmanship, all that kind of everything that comes with it. Cool. Um, I guess the question is like, where do I go here? I've, I've started to make some context. I've started to reach out and network um, within the industry. Good job. But again, because I'm pretty new at everything, I feel like I've been pushed into the spotlight and I'm kind of scrambling to work out which direction I should be going in and focusing on right now. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, you have two up. Well, I'll, I'll give you the best piece of advice I can give you first, which is uh, take a deep breath. And like realize it's going to be fine <laughs> no matter what choice you make. As long as your choice isn't like, I'm going to post a picture of my penis on my Twitter feed. Like uh, no matter no matter what choice you, you make coming up, you're going to be all right. Um, if you're trying to make your career, you know, grow and do better and you have found an option that looks good or looks interesting, pursuing that is never going to result as a at, at a net loss for you. OK, so even though. Even though you may think you don't have a safety net, which you you don't, uh, you do have a safety net because in content creation, no matter where you're going, what you're pursuing to learn, okay, whether it's networking or learning new new formats, learning new distribution methods, like we just talked about with the last guy, all of that information is going to parlay into something else that that you are you either are doing or might be able to do in the future, learning how. To produce content on, you know, Mixer is teaching you how to produce live content and how to lift mix live audio and like all this other stuff I, I could go on. So just know that no matter which direction you take before we get into discussing that, uh, there will be a net benefit for you because it's going to improve you as a person and it's going to increase your skill level at broadcasting. Sounds good. Sounds great. All right. Makes sense. OK, cool. So uh, if the if the big issue that you feel like you're having is you don't really know how to network or you feel like you don't have a network and you feel like you should have one because you've grown so much, that's a totally normal feeling. Uh, I I got to about, uh, how long did it take me to get to 10,000 followers? I could look it up, but I'm being lazy. I, it was probably around a year is how long it took me to get to 10,000 followers. And I had a lot of the same feelings uh, that you're having right now when I was on Twitch. I didn't really have a concern about direction because my content was very laser focused. I was doing speed running. And that was all I was doing. And I had that focus. So I but I still felt like, man, I feel like I should know more people. And I feel like I should I, I should just know more about this. And the reality is most most people don't. And the networks are the network that you have. As long as you're putting yourself out there, it's going to develop organically over time. My biggest piece of advice for folks that are looking to network is just start making friends. Uh, make friends with people who do what you do. Make friends with people who make the games that you make. I know that one of the unique things about Mixer is uh, you guys have a really close connection with with Microsoft because your you know Mixer is owned by Microsoft. Right. So uh, the 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 ability for you to vertically communicate to somebody inside of the Microsoft Office, like the steps to that communication, is really short. So if you know you have a Microsoft exclusive game, I know Mixer is trying to sort of really push those hard on on mixer because it's you know this whole integrated platform so do you have a partner rep i do yes uh how often do you interface with your partner rep uh multiple times a day <laughs> multiple times a day this is great this is, this is awesome you're so much far you're so much farther ahead of the game than i think you realized i had a partner rep his name is anil um you can find him on twitter he's at hardcore anil uh or anil hardcore i can't i can't remember but uh, he actually just got named to the Forbes 30 under 30 list, uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, and he it's a well-deserved honor. But Anil was a really I underutilized my connection with him as uh, as my partner manager when I was getting started. Uh, working with your partner manager and asking them questions like, who should I be talking to right now? Like who who is talking or doing things for them? Like, what can I do for you today? You know, adding value to their lives, making their life more simple, making sure you're staying on top of your shit is huge. Uh, actually, that's one of the biggest things you can do in the gaming industry. 
uh, from what I have learned, if you show up on time, have all of your shit together and know how to handle business, you are ahead of 90% of other content creators. That because, sounds just like the army. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's true. Like you're you're ahead of the game if you can show up on time, have your shit together, and no one's asking where the fuck are you at. Um, because a lot of people who do content creation, like we're all our own bosses, and that can lead to a lot of sort of negative personal habits, like not bathing, not being on time, uh, never leaving your house. But being able to do those things, bathe, show up on time, listen to instruction, uh. Those are skills that go a really, really long way when it when it comes to to networking. Uh, and then the backup on all of that stuff is you just got to be patient. You've grown a lot really quickly and you probably have a lot more growing that you can do. Uh, so just be patient and realize that there are opportunities that are also going to come to you. Like I have stuff that comes across my email all the time that I was like, what the what the fuck is this? I had no idea. Uh, and that that started ha- it's going to start happening a lot more often because, like you said, uh, sites like Mixer and Twitch are redefining how the industry works. So once people really start to wake up and get what's happening here, you're probably going to have a lot more of natural like, oh, I need to pay attention to this guy. He's he's got viewership on Mixer, so I could use him for X or Y or Z. And then, yeah, I. It's funny you say that. I've already had yeah. a couple of companies reach out to me and say, um, you know, hey, we'd like you to, you know, pr- promote or play our specific game or do this or do that um, to, you know, to try and get the viewership on Mixer. Um, exactly. That you're actually in a really unique position. I want to talk about that as well. This is this is like this is so cool because I don't I don't get to talk to streamers <laughs> on Mixer too much. This is really great. I'm, I'm loving this. You're in a unique position because a lot of the people in the gaming space understand Twitch at this point. And they feel like whether or not this is true, I don't have all the information in front of me. They feel like, oh, we're already on Twitch. We can work with our people on Twitch. But this mixer shit, I have no idea about. So they are just frantically trying to develop a market presence there, which means that you're in a really, really good position to ride this wave of sudden corporate interest that might be going into mixer because folks are seeing it as another established uh, broadcasting platform that they can work with. So you're probably going to get get a lot more uh, emails about things like that. And I would recommend even if you're not going to take the work or take the game key, that is an opportunity for you to network right there. And it's just sitting in your lap. What I have done is, uh, like I said, there was a couple of them that, that wasn't really my forte, like MMO type stuff. Um, but I reached kind of back out to them, thanked them for approaching me and then gave them recommendations of other streamers on Mixer that I highly recommend for them particular types of games. And then also offered up, um, hey, if there's anything in the future, whether it's game-related or not, that you need help with, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Uh, do you know how right you're doing everything right now? Like, do you, like I maybe you just don't know how right you're doing everything right now. I, I don't. I have no idea no, what I'm that's doing. that's awesome. Do like, the fact that you're responding, giving feedback, and then if you say no, you're like, but these people would say yes, or these people are a better fit. You are, there is literally staff right now from Twitch in my chat. That's, this is their statement about you. Sounds like a natural professional. Uh, you, you, you are, you are doing everything correct. You are at a point as far as the, the business side and growing your network, you are at a point where you just need to be patient and you need to keep doing what you're doing because you're doing it all very, very right. <laughs> okay, that's that's great to know. That's I mean, that's, that's a confidence. Well, because we're all punching. Well, this is one of the reasons why I do this is because we're all new at this and we're all punching in the dark and we're like, I think I'm hitting something. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, like I've been doing this for five years and I found out, let's say last year, that all of these habits that I have, which are very similar habits to yours, are considered the gold standard of what we do. You know, replying to every email, trying to offer advice, directing people where they need to go. Like just this morning, I had a charity contact me about doing a stream for them. And I'm very busy with Guardian Con and and representing St. Jude. So I don't know if I have time, but I got on the phone with them and I was like, look, here's my ideas for you. This is what I think you could do. These are some people you could contact to be successful. 
uh, why don't you send them an email and then I'll follow up with them to make sure that, you know, your email doesn't get, you know, lost in their pile of email because I want everyone to be successful. So that that habit of just being the guy that knows or the guy that can provide value to whatever your venture is on Mixer is huge. Really, it's it's you have incredibly great habits. So I'm going to ask you a follow up question, if that's cool. Yes. Yeah. Do you have any concerns about like game selection or community growth or monetization or anything like that that you that you want to ask me about? Because you are on top of the shit that you asked me about. So I, I feel like I'd like to give you some actual advice if you're struggling anywhere else. Um, as far as game selection, um, I kind of just look at the market, see what is working right now. I'm this more of a guy. variety this streamer. guy. <laughs> Excellent. I'm more of a variety streamer than anything else so i take the market selection what's doing good at the time and then try and incorporate it into my community and like bring my community into the game so i play a lot of like viewer based games bring them in so it's not just them chilling watching me speaking it's them interacting and having fun with me gotcha uh, yep so outside of that i think i'm, I'm kind of good with that right now uh the biggest <laughs> Again, your league's ahead, yeah. (laughs) The biggest part I would say I'm I'm having issues with, again, because I've grown so quick in a short amount of time, is is, is the monetization and possible sponsorship and and reaching out to big companies. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. So they're going to, again, they're going to probably come to you, as has been occurring. Uh, Do you feel like you still have a really strong connection with your audience, even though you've grown really quickly? Uh, I do. Yes. Good. Excellent. Awesome. Uh, So here's my advice for you. You are fucking crushing it. You're doing great. (laughs) All of your habits are the habits of someone who who has uh, the long term potential of being very successful at live broadcasting and and operating in the gaming space. So keep it up. (laughs) Wow. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you very much. This is um, this is this is this has been an incredible conversation. Uh, where where can all of these wonderful people find you? Uh, I'm over at Mixer, so Mixer.com forward slash that pie guy, P-I being 3.14. Yeah, it's uh, that um, pie guy, guys, P-I, like pie, like the number. Yes. Uh, I got a, the website redirects to the Mixer page, so it's just thatpieguy.com. Um, on Twitter, I am that pie guy. On Facebook, I am that pie guy. On YouTube, I am that pie guy. Uh, and here on Twitch, I am that pie guy. <laughs> Unfucking real, dude. Unfucking real. Uh you <laughs> I'm I'm uh I'm so I'm so impressed uh by by your your hard work, your your work ethic, your hustle, and your self-awareness. Um uh yeah, if if um if you have any interest in doing anything over on Mixer with Guardian Con. Uh, or, or, or any, any advice I could, you know, follow up with you or give you or, uh, anything like that, go ahead and, and just send me an email. Cause I'd love to, to get you involved over on the mixer side. Uh, we're trying to work with folks on mixer more to raise more money for St. Jude this year. And you are obviously a consummate professional. So I am very interested in, uh, in working with you in the future. If that's cool. For sure. Definitely. That'd be, uh, That'd be awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you, man. Uh, So, yeah, I'll make sure I toss you a follow and and all that good stuff. And you have a great day, man. Thank you. And oh, uh, one more one more. Just you have to promise me that like when you're super famous. okay, and more successful than me, uh, you know, like, let's just (laughs) hang out sometime. okay? you can come over and and slum it over on Twitch whenever you want. Wait, I, I got to be super famous and successful to be able to do that? No, man. <laughs> you, know, you, can, you just come hang out with me on Twitch and slum it up in my in my chat when when you're like, oh god, I'm so exhausted from my 30 million viewers every day. This is this is rough. <laughs> well, I appreciate you taking the time to kind of sit down and, and help me. Hopefully, this kind of helps someone else as well. I so think it so will much. help a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> you have a good day, bro. Thank you. You too, man. All right. Peace. Oh my god. Guys, uh mixer.com slash that pie guy. Go drop him a follow. Follow him on all of the platforms where he is already making content. Um 
if you want to, if you were curious about uh, or wanted to hear the attitude of somebody who is just starting to create content that leads to success, listen to this podcast once a week and listen to him describe his work ethic. Uh, he he is he is doing everything correct, and I would not be surprised if uh, if in a few years. He ended up having more followers on Mixer than I do on Twitch. Who fucking knows? But the bottom line is he is he is working really hard. So there you go, guys. That is our hour of Ask Broman episode eight. Holy crap. <clears throat> episode eight was a great one. Uh, thank you for listening. If you're listening on any of the platforms, uh, make sure you drop a subscribe or a review. Tell me that you think it was awesome or tell me that you think I am an asshole and my voice sounds like shit. Whatever you want. I am just happy that you are listening and that you spent some of your day with me. Uh, thank you very much and have fantastic evenings, everybody. Or mornings or nights or whatever, you know, that's that thing. Peace.